Judge Wolfie back. So now tell me, Sugar, what's next? I'm giving it to the winner of Super Bowl 29. Welcome back to WD MagicCast for the week of February 5th, 2023. This is episode 214. WD MagicCast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. In this week's show, Dave and I sit back and talk some football. Not just any football specifically, but the halftime shows that Disney produced for the Super Bowl. Do you know when they started doing halftime shows, Disney I'm saying, for the NFL? Find out and you'll see. And what was the last one? Again, just sit back, enjoy the show, and uh, I think you may learn a few things. That aside, I did put that survey out there. Which was your favorite Walt Disney World Cirque show? Lanuba? Drawn to life, both of them, or neither of them. And I have to say, I'm actually kind of surprised. And you, if you didn't catch last week's episode, go back and listen, and you'll catch Dave and I's thought on our thoughts on the, the two Cirque shows that have been at Walt Disney World. Because 33% of you said Lanuba. 67% of you said neither of them. And I, I, hey, you spoke, you vote, that was the vote, you voted, and that's what you had to say. I'm, like I said, I'm kind of a little surprised on that one, but that's just my, my take on it. And the votes are in, the votes have spoken. I, I can't, I have nothing to say about that. But if you do, email us, or join the conversation on Facebook, or, or better yet, Better yet, I'm putting the challenge out there to you. Tell us your thoughts of either why neither of them were good, why this one was good, why that one was good, or why they were both good. Record a message. Keep it clean. Record a message and email it to us at email at wdmagicast.com and I will put them on the show. Unedited, as long as it's clean. Unedited, family-friendly. Unedited, Put it on the show. Let's get your conversation on this part. And also, we have a very interesting poll question in this episode that I want your take on to. Again, let us know. Send in your converse, Send in what you have to say to email at wdmagicast.com and I will put you on the show with what you have to say. And on that bombshell, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hey Matthew, Jim Hill here. I do the Marvelous Disney Podcast with Aaron Adams over at the Jim Hill Media Podcast Network. I know, I know, very humble sounding name. Uh, anyway, I really enjoy what you've been doing over on the Disney Marvels Podcast. Uh, but as you probably already noticed, the Marvelous Disney and the Disney Marvels Podcast names are very, very similar. Which is why I imagine I keep getting mail for you. Um, that's actually why I'm calling today. I wanted to know what you'd like me to do with all of these Yankee Candle catalogs. Uh, so, uh, please get back to me. 
Uh, oh, and uh, keep up the great work with the Disney Marvels podcast. Thank you for those kind words, Jim. And make sure to check out Jim Hill on the Marvel Us Disney podcast with Aaron Adams to find out all sorts of wonderful things about Disney, well, Marvel uh, particularly, what's going on with them. And Jim, uh, those catalogs, I'll make sure to give you the forwarding address. And uh, unless if you want to order something, go right ahead. And once again, make sure to check out Marvel Us Disney with Jim Hill and Aaron Adams wherever you find or listen to your podcasts. And now, on with the show. It's that time of the year here in America, and supposedly, from what we're told, around the world, too, watches the National Football League's Super Bowl, where the two top teams from the two divisions come together to duke it out, and some people watch the games, more people watch the commercials, and a lot of people always talk about the halftime show. Now, if you're not familiar or you haven't been watching as long, that you realize that Disney does have a connection with the Super Bowl. Because for many years, going way back to the 80s, you've had players, and this started in 1987, players say those famous words, and Disney makes a whole series of commercials, saying, I'm going to Disney World, or I'm going to Disneyland. But it didn't start in 1987. In fact, it started a decade before that. Disney has been part of the Super Bowl since the 70s. Since their very first Super Bowl show, back at Super Bowl Eleven, And for someone that's been around and part of the Super Bowl for all those years, Dave has joined me to talk football on a Disney podcast because it has to do with Disney. Dave, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me, and thank you for aging me. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to say that maybe you were ball running for the Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl One. We're not going to put it out there as that, but maybe you were. Yes, but I've been alive for all of the Disney uh, uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. (laughs) Whether I watched them or not when I was alive at that point is another story, though. (laughs) (laughs) So have I. Well, yes. almost. Almost. Um, yeah, so I, something that I came up with, you know, we, we were talking about, I'm like, you know what? Let's do, I, I know Disney's done a few uh, halftime shows. Little did I know that it goes back to Super Bowl Eleven, And um, thanks to modern technology, we we're able to watch these. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we both sat down. We, we checked them out, and um, I have to say it's very interesting how far we've come and how maybe in some ways we've gone backwards. But It's possible, but could that just be the who's producing these events? Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like Disney is going to put on a show. Whereas if it's a non-Disney halftime show, it's not going to be as good. It depends on who's producing these things, you know. 
Oh yes, the definitely indeed, um, definitely indeed. And you know, the time, signs of times and stuff going on. Uh, the one couple years ago, no one in the stadium. There's very little people that could actually be part of it. Yeah, you know, they they did what they could. Uh, so it, it's it varies. It it you know it all depends on who, like you said, whose production, who's involved in it. Um, is going to switch things up. Uh, I mean, still, I think Michael Jackson was probably one of the, the better ones, and that has nothing to do with Disney. But right. the the ones that they did do, it, it's quite interesting, and and to see the progression through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl in itself has become more grandiose over time, uh, as far as the the overall show and production value that is uh, that happens that one one Sunday every year. Um, well, they want to keep the eyes. They want to keep the eyes on the screen on them. So, no, uh, indeed, indeed. And as we, as it becomes more popular, it's easier to become again more grandiose, become bigger, and just um, more of a hoopla and more of a a spectacle. Right. Because if yeah. I remember correctly, I don't know if it was '90s or early 2000s. Wasn't there like there would be other events that were happening? Like somebody else would be having a Super Bowl halftime show to try to pull you away from watching the regular Super Bowl halftime show. You know what I mean? So I guess the Super, you know, the Super Bowl people are going, we're not going to, we're going to put on a fantastic show to stop people from going over to that other station or whatever. There might have been. You've been watching Super Bowls a lot longer than I have. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like MTV. I think MTV had like a, a, half, a halftime show. I don't know if it was Beavis and Butthead or something. I'm just trying to remember. I think they would a- do something. I remember, I think um, Fox would occasionally, if they didn't have the Super Bowl that year, they would put on the Bud Bowl. Didn't they have the Bud Bowl? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that's right. They forgot about those. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they would do, there would be other stations putting on some sort of production because it, it was relatively a timed event. So, you would know when to start it, and mm-hmm. it's 15 minutes or so. So you know how long to run it. it it's it's very easy to structure a programming block mm-hmm. to uh, to suit your own agenda. Right. Yeah. Because you couldn't do it because you can't count on when a commercial break is going to be. So it's not like you can time your your show during a commercial break. You no. you know when the halftime's coming. So you can always pop your event on as soon as it you know as soon as the uh, you know the quarter goes zero zero. <laughs> yeah. You you know when it. When the the first half is over, you know, pretty much, you know, approximately when to start it. Like I said, you know, it's going to be 15 minutes. And if you run, you run a little long and you keep people off of the other one. That's okay too. In in your network size. Right. Well, let me, let me ask you then real quick. Have you, for every Super Bowl that you've watched, have you watched every halftime show? No. Yeah. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I could absolutely say no. There, there's right. been a few that uh, um, I, w- I was busy at the buffet table or something, mm-hmm. you know, getting myself a drink or right. Uh, sometimes I, I I will entertain it and wonder why. Um, mm-hmm. Other times I will entertain it and enjoy it. Um, last year's you really enjoyed. I right. didn't watch because it it wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um. There's been a couple of others that I remember, like, oh, this is the performer. All right, not not my thing. Yeah, again, uh, it goes back to who they sign and which um, age de- demographic 
is going to like that group, I think, because those those we like say if they put ACDC up there, the older generation are going to want to watch that ACDC halftime show. If they put, I don't know, who's a younger artist, that a popular artist, uh, 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 Katy Perry or somebody, I don't know, somebody <laughs> new, new and current. <laughs> you put her on there, you might get the youngers, you know, the, the 28 little Nas. Is that a person? <laughs> I, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, like, I, I think one of the ones that, again, it was a non-Disney production one, but that, that I think was for its time a, a smart choice when they had Aerosmith and In Sync. So you had two, yep, the, two extremes of the generation gap mm-hmm. to be able to pull in. So you had the the older, some of the older, uh people from the, who grew up in the 70s and 80s listening to Aerosmith, and then you had the younger crowd who would listen to the NSYNC, this was early 2000s, performing together during the halftime. So, you know, it, I think that marketing-wise, that was smart. Yes. Then you had ones like... I don't want to pick on this year's, but this year's with Rihanna. It's like, for me, doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. So I I will be less inclined to want to pay attention. I mean, not saying that she won't put on a great show and it, it won't be something quite enjoyable, but it's not something that, in my mind, go, going into it, is a uh, definitive thing that I am I am, you know, all all excited for. Right. Even with the the infamous uh, Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime show, uh, that one had it was Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, Justin Timberlake. You know, that's a that's a, a whole bunch of different artists together. That's you know a lot so, of different genres being right. able to pull it together. And again, that that's more pulls in more people, more spectacle. And unfortunately, I think, like you said, with the uh, accident that happened that year. Mm-hmm. Right. Um caused the NFL to, to pump the brakes on on such wildness and trying to go a lot more conservative. Right. And I mean their their next two was Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones. So I mean you can't really get any more conservative than those two groups nope. right after. You know. Yeah, and it's not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing because Paul McCartney was enjoyable. Mm. For for me. Right. No, but, but it's safe. Yeah. They went safe. It's that very of, safe. Very know. safe. And then you know, what they then they had Bruno's Mars uh not too long after that that was again to me that was enjoyable i I like bruno mars um i'm trying to think of the ones that they've had after that lady gaga justin timberlake maroon five yeah yeah well a little you know but they're sticking with the one artist thing again yeah except for last year last year yeah yeah last year was dr dre snoop dogg eminem mary j blige kendrick and lamar but all in that same genre, though. They didn't spread the genres out. Right. It's that all R&B. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, true. It's uh, that one. Hip-hop yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing. It's not like where you said before, you you know, Justin Timberlake, um, Janet Jackson, uh, Jessica Simpson. Uh, I guess those are more of the pop stars, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, what I did notice is that the Disney Super Bowls, they kind of ran every what three to four years apart from they did from 11 super Bowl 11 to super bowl 34 so that would year 2000 so it's been 23 years since disney 
had a Super Bowl. Was there? I wonder if there was like a reason for that. Was it because they couldn't afford it? They, they couldn't afford the sponsorship for it because I guess Pepsi had a monopoly on it. Looked like <laughs> could have been. Um, I I I'm not exactly sure because the these the last two. So they they did just for everyone's uh, just to say up front. So we have Super Bowl eleven. Super Bowl 18, 21, 25, 39, uh, sorry, 29, and 34. Right. Um, the last two, so 29 and 34, were both on ABC. Right. That may have something new because they rotate the Super Bowl, don't they, on certain channels? Right stations, and it's. I think it's been a while since ABC's had a Super Bowl. Now, with the most recent negotiations, uh, the ESPN, Disney, ABC will be getting Super Bowls back, uh, but not till twenty twenty six and twenty thirty. So it's still going to be a while. Will we see something at that point? Now, also. Has there been anything for them to promote during the the halftime? So the last one that they did, which is 34, was the year 2000 when they were Disney was doing the Millennium Celebration. Mm-hmm. Now you could argue they had the last year they could have done the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Yep. Yeah. The, the, is there stuff they could have done? Absolutely. Um, oh, can you imagine if they would have done a 50th halftime show? Oh, they dropped the ball on that, man. Uh, there's a number of things they dropped the ball with there, Dave, on the, <laughs> the 50th celebration. Um, yeah, that that would have been. I I I uh, dare to to dream what that could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, that that I think that would could have been quite quite spectacular, but the world will never know, and it'll be left to our imaginations. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you know the answer to this. So, depending on what channel it in it is on, depending on what channel it is on, depends on who can actually play on that. I don't think so, but I, they may get some sort of influence or input, um, or it, a lot of it. I think has to do with the sponsorship too, because, like, if you look at the ones this year for Rihanna, mm-hmm. where it's presented or rihanna's brought to you by um apple apple music or or whichever you know division music yeah yeah so you know the it's they're hyping the sponsor over the the, um as the present as the one to bring you this presenter Mm -hmm. is that necessarily the case i'm not sure because i know the nfl has a lot of say on who's going to be their halftime show. They're the ones that announced it initially. So how this all comes about, we're not in the room when it happens. Um, E-Trade. I was just looking at uh, when Disney, the last, in 2000, Disney was the producer. The sponsor was E-Trade. So it's, right. not like, it's not like Disney has to be the sponsor as well. In order no, to they're not. And even the the one before that, it was um <clears throat> sorry, it was Tostitos. 
it doesn't say on my Wikipedia. It usually does, but that wasn't it. Yeah, the one before that, I believe, was Tostitos. Because mm. uh, I saw a few carefully placed signs that would show up uh, right in perfect mm. camera shot. Yeah, the ninety the ninety nine one was it was uh, the sponsor was Walt Disney World, the Coca Cola Company. Right. So they had both on that one, but but it, I mean, if they own Fox and it's on, if they're a part of Fox now and it's on Fox, you would think they could throw a halftime show. Uh, that actually they're not. That's that's a now technically a different Fox. Mm. It's not twentieth century Fox that it was beforehand. The television network was not part of the deal. Oh, really? Okay. Right. So the production end of this stuff uh, from 20th Century Fox Studios. So the people who produce the shows like The Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad, uh, uh, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, that type of stuff, because that was a Fox production. That was into that was part of the sale. That was because it was from the studios. Mm-hmm. That was part of the deal. But to prevent a monopoly, the uh, Fox Sports was brought into the deal, but immediately had to be sold. And the Fox Network still retains a, autonomy, uh, just like Fox News. Fox mm. News is separate. The, the part of the uh, channel. That's now, um, what do they call themselves? Fox, uh, they, they, they formed their own side company. So they're, 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 so, own ba- so basically, so in other words, Disney just bought like their shows and stuff and they left all the, 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 the network stuff is still the network stuff. It's not a part of Disney. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. Did not that, know that. Yeah. That, that's, that's so all separate. Um, basically they, they, yeah, they bought the studio end of it. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Cause that's probably where most of the money's going to come in. So. Exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah. You know, especially nowadays it, it, with the question mark of the viability for terrestrial TV, why bring in another one wherever you're still trying to figure, you know, worrying about dealing with your one. Mm-hmm. But if you hold IP rights in in a studio, there's a lot more to that. So with this, with the turn, uh, with the deal that e- I guess ESPN, uh, they get how many? How many? Is there? There's an. Uh, there's two two li- listed. Oh, two Super Bowls. That's right. Yeah, 2026 and 2030. They'll get. Yeah. So we got three in seven years. To see that uh but that's uh including i mean there, there's a lot more to that agreement too being that espn plus to stream one exclusive national game annually beginning at the 2022 season uh getting in 2023 season um the annual divisional round games in addition to the existing wildcard games a 35% more regular season game. So 23 each, they'll get 23 games each season across, spread across ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Plus. And their uh, main show, the Monday Night Football, stays with ESPN and ABC and become, they'll get 
more top team appearances with the introduction of flex scheduling starting week 12 and beyond. So that way, as you can see which teams are doing better, they can flex them and move them. So you get priority of potentially better games on Monday night versus two teams that have no potential. Right. But the, Both the NFL teams have lost every single game, and they're going at it. Yeah. Someone may win. <laughs> Two teams nobody wants to watch. Uh, yeah. But it, it's – I'm just curious, like, what – I wonder, because it's been – it'll be 26 years by the time they get that – what kind of production that, uh, you know, are they preparing now already for – because it's three years from now. Are they pre- already, like, getting plans made, you know? They might be. I mean, I, I could imagine it being almost a bidding process. Mm-hmm. Here's our idea, our idea. Here's how much money we're putting into it. Here much how money we're, how much money we're asking for you. This is the market share that we're targeting. Yeah, it's a whole big business proposal. It's not just going to go. All right, here's your halftime show. Here's the contract. Sign it. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's okay. We could do this. We could do that. We could do this. We could do that. And the you know the the NFL sits down. They're uh, marketing team goes okay. What, where do we want to focus? Because, again, besides, I I will almost dare to say, the football game in itself is third in the viewing options. Because mm-hmm. you you ask everybody, and they'll say, oh, I mean, I I'd like watching the commercials. Oh, I just watched a halftime show. Yeah. Yeah, because if your team's not in it, you know, you're you're less likely to know the, the teams, the players, and all that stuff like that. So you're just going to go and watch how many millions of dollars these people spent on putting their commercials on. <laughs> just like you do every year. Exactly. You know, and, and not every year. I remember correctly, I don't know if it was like two years ago or whatever, the commercials were like, they were depressing, or you just didn't want to watch them. I'm like, what, what no, so happened to they, the comedy? They, I that that's a topic for another time, but I definitely yeah. say I don't think the standards on the commercials have been up to par either recently. Right, exactly. Especially since you can watch a lot of the commercials ahead of time too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not you're seeing it for the first time. Right. Uh, to me now, the, the more exciting ones are whenever they have the uh, movie mm-hmm. releases. Yeah, the, new, the new releases, yeah. It's like okay, first time exclusive look, extended trailers, throwing it there. Versus some of the other commercials that have become, it it it's almost like okay, we know this is going to just become a normal run of the mill commercial, so we're just going to plus it a little bit, and just leave it as it is because we got the people watching. We yeah. don't care. Yeah, exactly. The eyes <laughs> are there. We're not going to put any more into it. Yeah, but no, you're right. It's the commercials, then the Super Bowl. Uh, halftime show and then probably the game itself De- again depending on if your team is in it or not right. <laughs> you know and sometimes even if your team is in it yeah true because who knows if, like, san francisco you know what happened with them in the, in the nfc championship game and if they're out you know their quarterback gets hurt within five minutes of the game then you're you're getting blown out and then you're like okay i'm switching to the commercials <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, let's see what's on uh turner classic at the moment. yeah <laughs> But the NFL has to be one of the uh, the hardest leagues to get a contract with to do anything because everybody's probably trying to get a hold of them to advertise, to do halftime shows, to do whatever, you know. 
So to land a deal with them, you know, you got to be throwing some serious cash at them, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's because you consider the market share that the game allegedly brings in. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the thousands and millions and millions of people around the world mm-hmm. that are uh, watching this. That it's, um, yeah, it, it is a... It is a draw for companies to want to get a part of the action, which I think, and I think in some ways this also influences going back to the commercials, why the commercials have changed is because a lot of the company's money goes into, instead of producing the commercials to buying the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but how many millions of dollars a 30 to 90 second spot costs that comes out of your production value. Yeah. So, you know, that's the millions that you could put into a commercial. And as weird it is to say a commercial costs millions of dollars, but they don't come free. No. So to no. produce a commercial, to produce a halftime show, to produce anything involves money on top of the money that you had to put up to pay, to buy into having the rights for that time and for that slot. So how you have to think of it is, is you have all these other commercials, the rest of the game, you know, during timeouts and between, uh, ha- between quarters, there's, there's all these other segments that are 30 to 45 seconds long. Mm-hmm. The halftime show. You have to think of it this way. And I, I think that this segue to, into talking about the, the ones that we mm-hmm. uh, that, that we watched. Right. The halftime show in itself is a 15 minute long commercial. Mm-hmm. True. Because you have somebody's name being some company's name is being flaunted around. Mm-hmm. Again, the, this year being Apple Music. Again, we've had Tostitos, E-Trade, uh, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, who, you know, Avis Rent-A-Car, whoever. Bridgestone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have that corporation's name being talked about, flaunted, shown in a number of creative ways for 15 minutes with a celebrity, with hoopla with pizzazz versus a 30 second commercial, which with a celebrity hoopla and pizzazz and uh, the name being flaunted around, mm-hmm. you get 15, a 15 minute commercial. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that's really what the halftime show is. It is become or what it's become. It's a 15 minute commercial. So of course that's going to be the, the most expensive thing. So you you have to pay into by the to buy the bid by the say we are going to do the halftime show. You're paying the NFL X amount of millions, let's say, it could be even more than that mm-hmm. of dollars. Then you have to fork up the money to put on the show. Yeah. So it it is quite the expensive proposition, 
uh, to get the artist to perform, to get you to know, get whoever's performing whoever. yeah. to the stage, the choreography, the pyrotechnics, the special effects, uh, the director, the producer. He, he, he is a, it's a live commercial put on for 15 minutes, which entails everything that you would need for a regular commercial, plus a few extras. And I, want, I wonder, because I, I don't have the statistics, obviously, in front of me, but I wonder if that dumping all that money actually in, into a Super Bowl halftime show actually pays out in the end, you know. Like um, all those years Pepsi had it, did they, did they profit off of having, having getting their name out there? I mean, everybody knows Pepsi, but did, did that help? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It can't. I, I, at no point do I think it hurt them. Right. True. Uh, unless if there's a fiasco. But right. even then, it's. There's two two schools of thought of thinking if there if there's a again a fiasco like there was the one year mm-hmm. is oh my goodness our name's attached to that how do right. we bury it or mm-hmm. hey everyone's talking about it even more right. and more True. people are now going back and watching it that didn't watch it the first time because of this right so the, the, there's the two schools of thoughts like the, you know there's the old saying that uh, no. Uh, there's no such thing as bad press because mm-hmm. if there's a something bad happened, well, more people are talking about you. So you become even more in the, the forefront of people's minds. Right. Even if it's not for a good thing. True. You know, because so, I yeah, mean, that's they, at the water cooler. Again, I can't <laughs> the Janet Jackson Super Bowl because <laughs> that's where like that. That was like the uh oh moment of the Super Bowl. That, that really so, was. You know, it was bad press for those that that uh, produced it or whatever, but it got everybody talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, it, it, which way do you want to look at that one? <laughs> and you go back and people rewatch it and they see more of the the advertising and the and I mean, they're right. looking for the event, right? But they they still see the sponsorship stuff, right? Exactly. So. So anyway, going back, so the and this actually goes right to my point. So Super Bowl Eleven, which you said happened in nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. It was themed around it's a small world, and the performers was uh, it was a, a college marching band, which I couldn't tell you which one it was off the top of my head. But it had the new Mouseketeers. And would you like to know what the very interesting thing about having the new Mouseketeers on on Super Bowl Eleven in January of 1977? What's that? No idea. The new Mouseketeer uh, show, Mickey Mouse Club, the new Mouse, Mickey Mouse Club with the Mouseketeers, mm-hmm. debuted a couple weeks earlier. Oh, in January really? of 1977. Ah, how about that? Again, like I said, it's a 15-minute commercial. Yeah. And that was, by the way, the band, it was the Los Angeles Unified All-City Band with the there New Musketeers. At the, oh, yeah, that was that. was Because that. That, in that show, that Super Bowl happened to be in California. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, yep. California. It wasn't even actually in a... Well, I guess one of the teams was in the Rose Bowl. Uh, did someone was someone utilized? No, I don't think anyone was utilizing the Rose Bowl as their home stadium at that point. I digress. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think they would have had the Super Bowl there if somebody was actually playing that same day. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just saying, you know, now it's it's at a at someone's stadium. Oh, right. Now it's like at a it's at an NFL stadium now, but just right. rotated, you know. I got that, you. I know what you mean. I don't back think then, those... Yeah, back then they probably could use I, I guess they didn't have the uh, neutral field stadiums that they used. You know what I mean? I don't know, it's a different time, man. That was Yeah, well, cuz I I think that the original Super Bowl that was not at one of the team stadium. It was at a neutral location. Super Bowl one in 1967 was at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Right. Yeah. The Rams weren't there yet. I don't believe. No, I don't think so either. Um, Could be wrong. But anyway, so we jump ahead seven years to Super Bowl. Well, uh, first of all, did you watch the uh, Super Bowl eleven? Yes, I did. Show? Yeah. As as we said before we started recording, we do have to take this with a uh, corrective vision, uh, concerning the times and mm-hmm. and everything like that. And that that was a uh, for what we're used to seeing now for our halftime show. It was very basic and very yeah, yeah. very stripped down. There, there wasn't much. You had the the Musketeers on a a stage mm-hmm. at the front, dancing and singing. You had the marching bands performing on the field behind them with banners forming different shapes. And I I personally couldn't figure out what the shapes were. I couldn't either, to be honest. I, I, again, I think we would have to been born in that uh, be a little bit older. And born around that time to know what that was all about. I, I could be wrong, but I couldn't. I couldn't pinpoint it, man. No, um, they were just forming shapes with mm-hmm. the the different banners and stuff. It was a it was a decent enough show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, but we also have to remember the halftime shows of then were not the halftime shows of now, and we will get to this. Yeah, um, and the, and the technology but, wasn't as good either, man. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. And and also pointing out, it was the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the middle of the day. Where you fast forward just seven years to Super Bowl eighteen, salute to the silver screen, where it was a production. They were talking. It, it was celebrating movies and um, the history, and that was this one was on CBS. Uh, the recorder I saw pointed out that it, it happened to be on a CBS um, Super Bowl that Disney was producing the the halftime show, and they promised to be the best Super Bowl halftime show to date at that point. Mm-hmm. And not saying that's spectacular. In that I've seen all the uh, seventeen ones that happened before that, but just seeing the one that happened before that, yes, it probably was part of the best Super Bowl halftime shows to date. Uh, this was what, 1980, 1984. And and once again, they had the marching bands. It was the university of Florida and Florida state universities, but you had the Disney characters too, right? They were involved. They were mixed in too. Yes. And some, um, other production stuff. So there was a lot more, there was some dancers and not actors, but there was a lot of dancers and performers Mm -hmm. mixed in with the, the marching band. So there was a lot more going on there was multiple stages right and uh i think fireworks mm-hmm. and it, 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 it's like in 
I don't like. I'd have to watch a current. I'd have to go back and watch a current uh, halftime show. But it just seems like they used every inch of the football field with yes. all of you know what I mean. So it's like I did notice that they left no space on turnout there. <laughs> no, no, and uh, this it, it was definitely again only seven years had passed. Mm-hmm. I'm saying only seven years, but seven years had passed from the the last one that they did to that one, and how much it had grown in that time as far as the production value mm-hmm. and uh, the performance and in the the grandeur of it so now from there we go to 21 mm-hmm. so three years later yep, 1987 so back, at, back at the rose bowl back at the rose bowl for the hundredth anniversary to Hollywood, um, I know I watched this one. I can't tell you what happened though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it goes to show you how memorable it was. Um, it, it was it was almost I want to say it was very similar to the prior one. Yeah, it had them again. It's the what did it say here? Grambling State University and USC marching bands and Disney characters. Uh, and they had Southern California area high school drill drill teams and dancers. And, and apparently George Burns and Mickey Rooney were there too. That's what okay. <laughs> I, I know I watched this one, but for whatever reason, out of the six of them, mm-hmm. this is the one I remember the le- least amount. So you're not going to say this one was your favorite then? I'm no, I, I I don't think this one's going to. Hey, am I surprising you? No. Um, this one, I, I, yeah, I don't remember that one as much. Mm-hmm. Four years later, they're back at it again for Super Bowl 25, 25 and this has got to have the longest title, per se. It was, uh, not that it had a specific title, but the, the description of it mm-hmm. was Walt Disney World presents the all-kids First all kids performance and salute to our armed forces and the 25th anniversary of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to package into 15 yeah. minutes. And yeah. I, this one actually felt long. Yeah. Like it, it felt like it was probably longer than it wasn't, but it, it felt like they, they took, all right, you're giving us 13 minutes because you have to, have to end cap it with commercials and commentary. We're going to take all 13 minutes and try to squeak out a few extra seconds in there. Right, but look who they had. I mean, they had New Kids on the Block. Where in '91, if I remember correctly, New Kids on the Block were the, they were big. they were big back then. So. And I said to my wife, "I know you watched this one." She's like, "I do not remember this." I oh, said, she had it, to have seen it. "I I didn't I didn't tell her why until the and they showed up in the last three minutes of it." Mm-hmm. She's like, "I probably only watched this segment because I don't remember the rest." Well, <laughs> not only did you have New Kids on the Block, it was you had children of serving. Uh, soldiers mm-hmm. there representing their their parents. You had a couple pictures of soldiers in uh, this time Desert Shield. Mm-hmm. You had President George H W Bush and Barbara Bush <laughs> say yeah. a salute. Mm-hmm. You had the entire audience involved yeah. with I think cards or hats or something. 
to form a red, white, and blue star-spangled flag across the entire stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, you, you had kids performing off across the entire football field. You had Disney characters coming on. Um, a song that would not be able to be allowed to perform nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Again, times have changed. <laughs> yeah. Something. Some. Oh, it was along. Case of you are not interested in watching. It was something along the lines that, um, to get the girl, you have to be a football star. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. Uh, it, but hey, one of my most beloved uh, favorite Disney characters was in Roger Rabbit was there. Uh, you, you had quite the range of music besides the new, uh, new kids performing at the end, but you had the characters performing um, "Can't Touch This" and uh, uh, "You Can." Uh, Did you know you're my hero? And mm-hmm. a few other songs. Yeah, I miss uh, so, the '90s, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the '90s yeah. Were, were my that was my decade, man. <laughs> so uh, I mean, that was again compared to now the the three others that happened before it. This was definitely the most grandiose, spectacular, quite yeah. spectacle right. of them all. Like you had a lot going on, and it it was it was a show. It wasn't like just a performance of an artist. It was a show. Yeah. Um. And uh, that it was quite something, and uh, the way that they did it, um, uh, and the the kids that they had were all local area too. It was the that one, uh, if I remember correctly, what twenty five um took place in Tampa, right? Uh, Tampa Stadium. Yep. Yep. So it was all local kids that they pulled in. Yeah, so two two thousand local children got to that's, perform during the halftime of, show. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look at that field. It t- it took a lot to. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it, they, they they again. It was sponsored from Disney, produced by Disney. They knew it was the twenty fifth, so they swung they they swung big, man. So yeah. So and they they covered a lot of ground from celebrating the NFL to honoring the soldiers. To um, yeah, talking about the kids and talking about the the world and peace and uh, and in a way, I wonder if the night if that Super Bowl was like that halftime show changed because I'm trying to look at the other the, you know the previous ones before it if it changed the direction of the halftime shows. And, and very, I th- very well might have because yeah, cause again, because I'm not how, really seeing anything big before that that would have you know really changed it and just that one right there seems to be the one because after that you got Gloria Estefan Michael Jackson you know that now you're starting to get the big shows in right you, you got a lot more people wanting to be involved in it and seeing oh this is what a halftime show can be and do mm-hmm. for yeah where before it was just yeah you know, okay here's the the local college marching band mm-hmm. yeah and we're going to throw in a couple of balloons for uh, good measure <laughs> Yeah, um, that one they even had the inflatables mm-hmm. at the end of, uh, of maybe 15, 20 foot 
inflatables of the characters show up at the right. end of this. And what's funny, I think it was the 77 uh, uh, halftime show. I think they had the balloons that they just cut and let go out in space, uh, out into the, uh, you know, the atmosphere. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, that would not fly today in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you just pollute the air? <laughs> well, I think maybe it was uh, the, the 84 one where they released the doves. And you yeah, watch they... the birds flying around the stadium. <laughs> But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, some of these, you got to you gotta put yourself in where, you know, you know that time, time frame. It's just, it's it was a different world then, man. Yes, yes, it was. So, and then, what was the next one was, uh, 29? 29, so four years again. And this, this one, I, um, I, I can't figure out what the title was or what the theme was. So all I have is adventure with Indiana Jones. That's what Wikipedia has. Like when it when it was going, I was trying to again, I was trying to think of what was out at that time. So I thought it was a when it began, I thought it was like a Lion King thing. And I know they ended with Lion King. Yes. But then uh, like what this is saying, it was uh Indiana Jones in the Temple of Forbidden Eye. That's what it has listed here. So uh, what, was, what year was that? Uh 1995. And it was at Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami. 95. When it had, did, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You, you say your part because I'm looking something up. When did what, Lion King come out? It was around that time. No, Lion King came out around that time. No, there's another yeah. movie um, that I am. So, but this, okay, so you looked that up. It had Patti LaBelle. Okay. Uh, it had uh, Teddy Pendergrass, Tony Bennett, Arturo Sandoval, and the Miami Sound Machine. And of course, it had the Indiana Jones. I don't know if that was from the parks, but they had the Indiana Jones character there too. It looks very much like the Indiana Jones that you would find in Disney at that point. Uh, that was like the sixth anniversary of Disney MGM Studios, which is now mm -hmm. Disney Hollywood Studios. Right. Uh, no, I was trying to figure out when Indiana, if it was near the Indiana Jones or the Last Crusade, but that's '89. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that. I wonder, were they trying to promote the park? <laughs> you know what I mean? To get people to go to that? I don't know. I couldn't tell. Probably. Yeah, 2008's Crystal Skull, so definitely not that one. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, this one this one caught my eye, the 95 one. You know, I don't know why, but it just did. <laughs> again, it, it's not a performance. It was a show with performances in it, and... Mm -hmm. Smartly done it. I I I like the they got the the uh, Lombardi Trophy, yeah, which is the the yeah. trophy that you win whenever you if you win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, involved in it that that's what Indiana Jones is getting. Again, you had you saw the sponsorship, you know, on tabletops and stuff. So you yeah. you had smattered around, you know, Indiana Jones and Marion come flying in on parachutes into the stadium. Mm -hmm. Again, t notching up the spectacle of the show value in, in performances. And I mean, you, it was a short little movie performed right there. You had the bad guy, you had the, the, the treasure you had, mm -hmm. you know, uh, going from set to set to set and you had the musical performances worked around it. It, it is mind blowing that they were able to come up with something like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. But it, and it's wonder it's 
it's like, I wonder why, I mean, I get it. Like other, uh, other artists and stuff, they're not going to do that kind of uh, halftime show, but it, you would think that it, why wasn't it done more? Like it, it was just Disney that would do that. Like why didn't other acts try to incorporate that? Or other studios. Why isn't right, Universal, exactly. Warner Brothers, uh, MGM at the time uh, trying to get in on and doing something like this? Mm-hmm. And, and my simple answer is because they're not Disney. You know, they they True. don't have the resources and the 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 uh, teams mm-hmm. that are putting on sh- shows in theme parks and around the world and at uh, stages and uh, West End and Broadway and traveling shows. Uh, which at that point they weren't even doing that, but they they still had the productions going on at the the parks. And to be able to, you know, because they put on parades, they put on shows, they put on performances every day at their parks. So this is taking that and just expanding it to a slightly bigger stage with a higher budget. Mm -hmm. It's a one time performance. Right. So um, that would be my biased and simple answer on that one. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, it's different to just put. You know, like say Diana Ross was the next one. So you're just throwing Diana Ross out on the stage. Again, I'd have to go back and look. But if it's just her on a stage singing with dancers around her, that's one thing. You know, that's just you're looking at Diana Ross for 15 minutes. Right. You know, I can go on YouTube or something and watch her for 15. You know, put on a show. I want to see, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, because maybe her just singing is the show, is a performance, you know. But if for, if you're going to draw everybody in as opposed to just diana ross fans you're going to need a, a, a an eye-popping show you know you, what i'm you saying need a, yeah you need you need more right exactly and this was definitely more mm-hmm. right and then the the final one being the uh super bowl 34 took place 2000 mm-hmm. which was the millennium celebration where they took the um illuminations reflection of earth performances that were happening in epcot and translated that to the super bowl with the uh reflection of nation parade they had that happening there they had the orchestra performing the music you had artists which what artists were performing that it was what it was Christina uh, Aguilera, Enrique yeah, Iglesias. Yeah, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, Tony Braxton, and an 80-person choir from the Georgia State University. And Edward James almost was the narrator. Yes. Um, and again, just taking it in and pushing it up a notch even further mm-hmm. uh, with projections on the, the field and stages and get orchestra around there the characters the the performances um the the um hand in hand song from from uh illuminations Enrique Iglesias and Christina Aguilera performing it Phil Collins performing stuff from Tarzan I believe it was I believe so yeah yeah um uh, it again the spectacle and pushing it up a notch again from the the prior one um 
was quite incredible and i just i watched that because that was the most recent one yes it's 23 years ago but it was only 23 years ago and i can't really say i've seen much to that level since then i mean correct me if i'm wrong no because just looking at at the artist no it's all mainstream artists and stuff that go on there and, and i don't remember ever being blown away from the halftime show you know and if you told me disney was what it was at had the halftime show i would probably watch it but nine times out of ten if it was an artist that i was not interested in i didn't watch the halftime show from from then on from 2000 on you know what i'm saying so like just for instance for like i told you the 90s was my jam uh like all those hip-hop artists and stuff that i heard were on last year i'm like i wanted to see them because i wanted to see who was on there who exactly they had what songs they were playing and for me it was awesome <laughs> you know <laughs> but i'm not gonna watch maroon five i don't I, i've heard some of their songs but they're not i don't they're not my following so same with me you know yeah the the weekend it's like all right uh, i know i can maybe name you one song right but other than that, it, it, you know, I felt bad for him considering the, the situation that he was put into. But again, it wasn't anything like. Yeah, that's, it hasn't really been because I'm looking at it's all been single artists. It's been. We had a couple since then. Yeah, because uh, well, after that, because that was 2000. So after that, you did have the Aerosmith in sync. Uh, Aerosmith and Sync, yeah, but then it, it was yeah, U2. Yeah, uh, U2 was in uh, 2002, and then you had Shania Twain and No Doubt was in 03. Okay, so you got two there, and that's country and... And then the infamous Janet Jackson group. Um, and then from there, just, you know... It was just it, Paul McCartney, reset. Rolling Stones, Prince, Tom Petty, uh, Bruce Springsteen, Black Eyed Peas, Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga... Justin Timberlake, Maroon Five. <laughs> it's all, yeah, yeah. And Coldplay, from what I remember, tried to do a a slightly bigger show. I mean, it, a lot of them tried to do a bigger show, but none have been, in in my point of view, the spectacles of some of these Disney halftime shows. Right. Yeah. So. But we could be biased. Um, we could be biased because we we prefer we would prefer those kind of halftime shows. You know? Yeah, I mean that that's that again. That's my view. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But you're having multiple artists, and you're having an actual show. It's not just a, a concert. It's mm-hmm. not a 15 minute concert. Right. It is a 15 minute show with performances with dancers and actors and music and. The whole field is taken up, and the audience gets involved, and mm-hmm. um, theme, and they just there's just so much. I mean, take a moment, go back, and watch some of these, and even if you're not into the football, football has nothing to necessarily do with any of it. It happens. It's a show that takes place during a football game, but it's not a show about football. Even the even the uh, 39 one uh well not the 39 the 25 mm-hmm. it, it does have a football theme to it but it's not a football it's not specifically about football right 
um, is is a good performance. It's definitely it's nice that we have the technology that we could easily access these and go back and watch them. Yeah. And you can tell that it's been uh, viewed on VHS because you have that little line at the, <laughs> the bottom. The squiggly line, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but hey, but kudos to all these 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 uh, artists that are getting on there though, because it has to be you know a notch on their belt. It gets their name out there. People are going to watch them. Uh, you know, and I'm it's a sure. shame that nothing's become of Christina Aguilera since her halftime performance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know but are they gonna say no you know what i'm saying like if you ask somebody to do the show are they gonna say no i doubt it there may be some out there that oh no i can't be bothered or whatnot mm-hmm. but for the most part i i would think if you're being offered a 15 minute performance you're gonna get paid handsomely for handsomely. it and you get that kind of exposure mm-hmm why not? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know what the viewer, you know, what the average viewer is uh, for the Super Bowl. But if you got, let's say, 60 million people watching the Super Bowl, you know, that's a lot of people watching you sing at halftime. And it's, it's, it's world. So they say worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just North America. It's not just Canada or Mexico. You know, it, it, you have people in other countries who who watch this as well. Yeah. So you you know you are getting a the ex, an exposure that is very unique that you're not going to get in many other circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but to go yeah to go back to I mean I don't know if I'm repeating myself but it's just it is strange that Disney hasn't had anything in those 23 years. So I'm wondering if they were just focused on other things outside of the Super Bowl. You know, whether it was the acquisition of basically every company out there, <laughs> you know, like we'll get back to the Super Bowl after we're done combining all the companies. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's it's I, yeah, I I don't know, you know, if, if you know, it's definitely since ABC and ESPN did not have a stake in a Super Bowl, you know, all right, get back to us whenever mm-hmm. it's our turn again, right? And then we'll, we'll get involved then. Um, is it just we don't have the resources at this time to dedicate to putting this on because it's it's right. a, it is a large undertaking. We're, we're our focus is elsewhere. Um, is it because Party A didn't reach out to Party B? Who knows? I, that I I I don't know. But I I have a feeling that in the next five to ten years. You will see another Disney produced Super Bowl, especially knowing that in 26, so in three years, that they will be coming. The Super Bowl will be on Disney's networks mm-hmm. as they are now. They're primarily on, they rotate between what? CBS, NBC, and Fox, right? Those are the three. Yeah. And, and ABC got left out somehow. Yeah, right? somehow they, they got kicked to the, the wayside. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they they've only had the Monday night games, they don't have the Sunday games. So it's really been rotating on the Sunday network, right? Uh, circuit. Hmm. And uh, I mean, now you have to keep in mind that Prime Video has the Thursday night game. So at some yeah. point, is that going to get pulled into the rotation? Are they going to try and work that in their next uh, negotiation contract? What's that to get a Super Bowl on Prime? Yeah. 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 Prime's another one. You got to watch it. They're trying to take over the world, too. Yep. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so it, it's been interesting. I I liked, especially with the Super Bowl coming up, and kind of taking that moment to go back and watch some of these performances from mm-hmm. the past, and it just kind of it's that time capsule. Yeah, you know, going back in time and seeing how things were, and evolving to what they became in thinking about like and we were saying in some ways they haven't been since mm-hmm. uh I, I like i said to very you know can't pick out too many since the 2000s of ones that watching that performance kind of just captivated me mm-hmm. in that same way of just so much going on it it, it almost reminds me of the Olympics in either an opening or closing ceremony, some of the performances that go on there that involves the entire stadium mm. and is big and grand and just got, you know, a lot of kinetic elements happening at once. At a much grander scale, though, because you got the world watching that. Well, the world's watching Super Bowl, too. Mainly, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, you got everybody and anybody looking at there because the open ceremonies has all the all the countries, right? Well, and true. So yeah, yeah. everyone involved in that, mm-hmm. and then some. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so I guess uh, to kind of put a, a fine bow on it, out of those six, mm-hmm. which one was your favorite? I would have to go with the '95 one. That one was I, I like the whole Indiana Jones theme. Uh, you know, ending it with the Lion King. Uh, you know, that, that, that one, that one caught my eye, gave me a little bit of a chill. Cause again, I haven't seen these things probably since then. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, there's something about the Lion King back. I mean, cause again, I was in probably my early twenties and I, I, I worked at the movie theater at the time that came out and Lion King has a little space in my heart. So, uh, yeah, that I enjoyed that one out of, out of the other out of the six because it's hard to get into the one from 1977 because it just looks so outdated <laughs> it, it's because like you, you have to kind of give it that pass and the you know yeah. the the corrective vision on it for for what it was yeah um but yeah it, it like i said to, to to see how far it's come you know between the the super bowl and itself you know, the venue, the timing of everything, and the the way it's, you know, how much more serious it's taken now versus then. Um, it it it's it's hard to compare them evenly, but you know, I I would I would have to say myself. I I want to say the one from two thousand, so Super Bowl thirty four, but I I'm no, I'm going I'm going to have to go with twenty nine as well. Um, mm-hmm. the was it 95 you said yes uh the one with the indiana jones just because of the it was like i said because a stage show of an indiana jones movie yeah. you know you you had the the bad guy um whatever he was at the 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 helmet with the horns and the yeah. flames and right. uh, it's, they they set someone on fire, Dave. I mean, come on, they set someone on fire in the middle of it. And mess around in the '90s, man. Come on. They, no, they they really didn't mess around with yeah. that. And, and you know the the changing of scenery and um it, it was it was it was quite something. Um, it it was quite the spectacle. 
it's Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. So to, to see Indiana Jones as part of a, a Super Bowl halftime performance. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, you know, yeah. and coming out of the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm watching it. You got the bad guy. I got the music playing. I'm like, okay, so it's Indiana Jones. Where did he, Where is he going to walk in? Yeah. Oh, he's not walking in. He's parachuting in. <laughs> uh, Above the stadium. Yeah, it's nice, man. I just hope Disney's new one. There's got to be some kind of Star Wars related uh, uh, act in there. They better put something in there. <laughs> if they want well, me to watch that, their new one, they better put Star Wars in it. <laughs> as Kim was saying, actually, imagine what they did an all Marvel halftime show. Oh, that would be cool. I'd okay. Never mind. I, I could sign up for something like that. Yeah. You can do Marvel. You could do Star Wars. Yeah. There, there's so many options to yeah. play with. You could do a Simpson halftime show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's mean, true. Since I've been around for thirty something years, what, yeah. you know, what are they going to do next? Oh, let's do a halftime show with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm just saying, yeah. but there, there's a lot of options that they could play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this year being the hundredth year celebration, it would have been nice. Again, they, they could have done something yeah, around sure. that, mm-hmm. but they were more. And I'm sure COVID probably had a lot to to do with this because they had to prep the parks and get the things for their parks and company-wise, what they were going to celebrate to take on something like that and dedicate resources, time, effort, uh, talent to come up with something like that takes away from the parks and the other experiences that they are prepping and working with and doing. Um, So... What about the change in leadership? Would that have had anything going from JPEG, going to JPEG, and then going away from JPEG? You know, I, I can't. I can't say he didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just happened. What November? Yeah. So, uh, is that possibly involved too? Uh, it could be, because we we get the announcement at one point, but you know the negotiations and talks have been going on for months. I mean, it, it's quite possible that once this Super Bowl wraps, you know, you know, there's a team who takes a week off, and then they're right back at okay, we're Super Bowl next year. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's they already know where it is. Right. Well, I'm, I'm have, just saying, like, if if Iger was still in charge, would he had pushed, you know, for it? You know, like, I don't know if he put. I don't know if, 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 if you know, because we're not there, so we don't see it. So if Iger was still in charge, would he have tried to push for a Super Bowl halftime show for the 100th if he never left and Chapa came in? Is what I'm trying to say, because it might have got lost in the shuffle with the switch. And then he is it possible? Yes, because when the two that happened on ABC, Iger was part of ABC at that time. Mm-hmm. So is it possible? Yes, but he hasn't. Since his run started, he hasn't pushed for one for anything. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. There's the the president isn't there for him to say you know, yes, that's been a focus. Uh, it's something that he's wanted to be involved in. Mm. But I mean, again, who knows? Well, yeah, true. Because if he was, I think we would have had one within the last twenty three years. If he was, you know, all 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 in on a on a halftime show. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, like I said, I, I, I have a feeling in the next few couple of years, few years, uh, we will see another one. It will be either either the ones that 
ESPN slash ABC has the uh, broadcasting mm-hmm. rights to. I, I think look that, forward. That's probably the the main. Yeah, I'll I'll look forward to it. And I think it's a welcome change, you know, because it's from the from the normal what's been going on. They need to. They're they're gonna have to change it up eventually. It's, I yeah. hope. Absolutely, absolutely. So, here's looking, and here's to enjoying uh, a Super Bowl Sunday of spectaculars of one sort to another. Mm-hmm. Either you watch the game, you watch the commercials, you watch the halftime show, or all three, or none of the above. I think that should be this weekend's poll. So, I will try and get it out before Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dave, thank you for taking this task on to discuss. I know how difficult it is for you to discuss uh, things like football and Super Bowls. <laughs> I don't know uh, nothing about it, so it's very nah, hard for nah. me to talk about it. <laughs> you had to twist my arm on this one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, sir. Did you, thank did you, you again. Did you want to? Did you want to discuss oh, my? Yes. Uh, yes. I, my I travel down you. down Doctor Who. <laughs> Let's just, yeah, because we're talking football, let's wrap it up with something non football related. Non football, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people that don't pay attention to football are still listening. Um, So, ever since our episode in uh, January of our QA of Doctor Who, I want to say it was right around that time that you decided to start watching and start learning about this. So, not going into too much detail. um, Where have you, where do, where did you start and where are you at now? Okay, so I started with the 2005 uh, to present uh, uh, bulk of, of shows, and I managed to get in all of season one and all of season two. Um, and I'm sh- probably going to start season three tonight if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've gotten hooked. Uh, thank you for giving me another show that I have to try to jam into my life. Uh, no problem. But- this uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, you were right. This is definitely up my alley. Um, it, it's it's an excellent show. I I don't know how I haven't watched this sooner. It, it's it's amazing. <laughs> you know? but it's they it, there's all different kinds of episodes. It's it's not just like one even serious tone to these shows. You're gonna get you're gonna get a crazy episode. You'll get a more darker, like sinister episode, and you'll get the lighthearted ones. You know, at least that's what I've seen so far in the first two episodes. Um, and then you know, I, I witnessed the the transition from the regeneration from one doctor to the other. Uh, that took a moment to to adjust, going from Eccleston Eccleston to uh, yep. David Tennant. Right. And then uh, but now he's grown on me. I like him. Uh, not that I didn't like him. It was just, you know, you had an adjustment period of, of the new guy. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, no, it was, it was this guy and this oh, but I, with this guy. And now all of a sudden, all right. All right. I, I, yeah. it, it, there is a transition. There's right. always, you know, it's always going to be a transition. Yeah. But it, the and then like when, when you look at these, because the, the, like the Daleks or the Cybermen, like they're, they're not the most high tech uh computer generated whatever they, they again the daleks look like a, a rolling garbage can in, in a way with a plunger on it but it, it's done so well that you put that to the side and you listen to the person you know you listen to them speak and what they want to do and it, you get sucked into it and you're like these characters are cool <laughs> as cheesy as they may look they look they're awesome <laughs> i mean you, well you have to take in mind terry nation created the the daleks in 1960 
three, sixty-four, sixty-four. Yeah. The Daleks first appeared to us. So yeah. you know, they, they haven't physically changed they've they've changed some over the years, but not drastically. Right. Cybermen look a lot different now than when they first appeared. Okay. Where they first appeared as guy in long johns with a ski mask on and some <laughs> oh a flashlight on his head. Right. Uh so they they have evolved quite drastically over the, over their time period. Mm-hmm. Uh where the Daleks have had some cosmetic upgrades and changes um but relatively still the same. Right. And and I I do enjoy how like they don't beat you up overside the head with the Cybermen and the Daleks. Like you can tell that they're kind of the reoccurring main like bad guys or whatever so far anyway from the first two seasons that I've seen. Uh, but the monsters of the week have been cool enough. Like, you know, you don't need the Daleks to beat you over the head with the V in every episode because the, no. the other creatures of the week are, they're fantastic. They're, they're interesting because like, like I've told you, you see the trailer for the next episode because th- they're on, it's on HBO Max. So it shows you, you know, what's coming and you look at it and you go, I don't know if that's going to, that looks silly. And then you watch it and you're like, I'm getting into this episode. It's- <laughs> So it's it's what it's it's weird. It's it's very if you're into that kind of sci-fi stuff, it's an excellent series. I I can't promote it enough. I'm now, but I have so many more episodes to catch up on. It's like I'll get through. Well, when you're a lot further along, at some point this year, we'll, we'll have to give have a full recap. Yeah. Um, about your journey into uh, into Doctor. But I, I'm glad so far it hasn't let you down. No, not at all. I mean. Like I said, there was there was those two episodes of the last two episodes of the season two. I should have been in bed, but I just got sucked right into it. I'm like, I can't. I gotta. I gotta see how this ends. <laughs> so I sacrificed my sleep to watch this. That's my season. That's my two season review so far. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, but Dave, always a pleasure. Thank you again, Dave, for joining us, and thank you for listening. Let us know your thoughts, like I said at the beginning of the show, posing that challenge to you. Send in your messages, either online, social, or preferably voice messages, and I'll put them on the show. Our Facebook group is, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash WDMagicast. On Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, we're all at WDMagicast, and make sure to find us on YouTube at WDMagicast. Subscribe to the channel where you get the audio version of this show, plus some additional treats that I have posted from around the pubs. You can also, like I said, leave a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website, or record your own message, this is how, electronically on your smartphone, tablet, computer, whatever you got, and email it to us. Again, get ready for that email address. It's email at wdmagicast.com. Com. Try to make it nice and easy for everyone. It's email at wdmagicast.com. You can also send us any suggestions or questions you have that way as well. Or there is a nice form on our website, which has the links to all of these, as well as the way to contact us there without having to email us. That website is www.wdmagicast.com. 
want to thank you for your time. I know how many times we all have these things crazy like this. The fact that we get to spend some of this time together really means a lot to us over here at the show. And we cannot thank you enough. Please share out a link of your, of your listening. Share a link on your social networks. This way other people can find the show. Tell them what you, you, know, you think of it. And please help grow the show this way. You can also, what really helps out too, is going to Apple Pack Podcast or Stitcher and give us a rating. We have all five-star reviews at the moment and keep them coming. Just do the five stars, and and we truly appreciate it. Whatever you think we, we deserve, but we like the five star ratings because it helps. Those podcatchers will help promote the show, and the more people on the show, the better. Won't believe the big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way, you always know when new episodes are posted. While you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber really, really help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash wdmagicast slash support where you can find our Patreon page. You can also check out our merchandise shop. Get yourself some really cool WD Magicast stuff. Remember, gentlemen, Valentine's is on its way. Remember, ladies, Valentine's is on its way. Get your significant other, male, female, whoever it is, some really cool WD Magicast stuff. Comes in a variety of colors. We got hoodies, t-shirts, pillows, tote bags, travel cups, mugs, notebooks, etc, etc, etc. All available to you on the shop. Check out the sales coming up too. And you support the show and you help the show out that way as well. And you get some cool stuff out of it. It's a win-win for everyone. You can find links for these on the show notes and on the website as well. Because remember, the show is brought to you by listeners like you. Remember, in Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. Flaws is seen as a unique piece of object's history which adds to it. Consider this the next time when you feel broken. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. Let your light shine for the entire world to see because there's no one else out there. better place because you are in it and I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself I love the nostalgic myself I hope we never lose some of the things of the past again that's Walt Disney thank you again for listening everyone and I'll see you next time